Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad. Okay, third period, about five minutes in. Jets leading the Canadians 2-1. That's the only game in the NHL tonight, but there is some pretty big news from the league. Drew Doughty will not return this season after having successful wrist surgery today. The LA Kings say he would be, uh, will be good to go for next season in the fall. The Toronto Blue Jays leading the Yankees. It is still 2-0. It's now in the top of the seventh. Manoa continues to pitch well for the Jays. He has struck out seven. He's allowed one hit and four walks. 2-0 for the Blue Jays in that one. The Oilers practiced at Rogers Place and uh, then flew Minnesota tomorrow. Furnace Family Oilers Hockey, 4.30 face-off show game at 6 here on 6.30. Chad, we had Ron from Red Deer asking the Oilers hits per game under the two coaches. Well, the NHL has hits per 60 minutes, so basically per game, but it would factor in overtime and stuff too. Under Dave Tippett, 21.69. Under Jay Woodcroft, 23.13. So basically a hit and a half more per game under Jay Woodcroft. Ron from Red Deer, I'm not sure what you're going to do with that information, but you now have the information. (laughs) All right, good stuff. We will go, oh, this is going to be so good, to the Certainty Hotline and welcome Sportsnet's Gene Principe back to Inside Sports. Gene, how are you doing, my friend? I'm doing good, but I was listening to the weather forecast. First of all, it's getting cold again. And secondly, when did we move to Lethbridge, or when did Lethbridge move to Edmonton? I used to live down there. And it was windy all the time. <laughs> These last few days have been, I mean, great time to tell someone to go fly a kite because it, it really has been. I mean, it would be great to be flying kites. I'm not sure we like it for any other reason, but I'm doing pretty good, uh, Reed. And how about you and your listeners tonight? Uh, I'm doing well. I hope the listeners are doing well. They seem to be okay. Uh, wh- what years were you in Lethbridge again? I was there 89 to 92, and I, I ran into, uh, you know, it's amazing, Um when you uh, when you, when you're at a game and you're you're out after the game, uh, when I mean out, I mean just going to your car or vice versa. When you're walking in uh, to the arena, you meet so many people from all over. Like it's, it, I think sometimes, um, you know, I, I get it when we're on the road, right? You, you people are on the road and they're they're coming from all all different places. But sometimes when you're at a game at Rogers Place, you kind of think, well. Everyone's kind of from Rogers Place area, Edmonton surrounding area. But it's amazing how many people I run into. And I ran into some people from, from uh, southern Alberta, Medicine Hat to be exact. They're like, what? Why is it so windy up here? And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know why it's so, uh, so windy. But anyways, yeah, no, I'm, I'm doing good and excited about what's been going on and how the team's playing. I mean, it's, it's, it's. I know they just hold on, hold on. I got I got to ask you one more Lethbridge question. Cause I don't know if I've ever, sure. if we've, we've, we've dove into this. So, uh, the WHL was already there at that time, wasn't it? Or who oh, were you? Yeah. Covering? Yeah. Yeah. I covered the Lethbridge hurricanes and, and, uh, used to get to medicine hat, uh, the year, uh, the, sort of the middle year while I was there was 1990 when Lethbridge, the hurricanes made it to the Western hockey league final, but were ousted 
by a team that had Ray Whitney and uh, Pat Balloon, to name a couple, the Spokane Chiefs, who went on to win uh, the Memorial Cup. It was great. It was, you know, it was my first sort of um, example of covering a team like we cover the Oilers, you know, like covering an NHL team. You'd cover practices. Uh, you'd cover games, uh, post-game, pre-game. Um, yeah, it was, it was a great experience of, of sort of learning the ropes at that uh, level before moving on eventually lucky enough to get to the NHL, but uh, the Western hockey league, it's, it's a great league. It still, as you know, produces incredible players. And uh, yeah, it was, it was really a nice, it was my, my springboard to, to Winnipeg, which led to Toronto back to Edmonton. It was really the spot that, that gave me a chance to, to make that jump. So I uh, got a, got a real good feeling for what it was like to work in Lethbridge. Uh, well, Oh, uh, two, uh, like 30 years ago. Yeah. Long, long time been, ago. Must have been really windy if that's still the first thing you remember about living there. <laughs> it was. I, I remember going to bed at night and going, and, and I'm a heavy sleeper. It takes me usually a good 30 seconds to fall asleep. And I was like, it's always windy here. But, you know, you, like anything, you like the cold or, or, or the heat in some places, you just you get used to it. And it was fine after a while. All right. Well, thanks for checking in because I, I did. Or you flew to Toronto just now, like you yeah. just landed. So yeah, I did. Thanks I for just, doing this. Yeah, yeah. I just landed uh, right around. Uh, well, I got your text. I think I landed at approximately. Uh, it was about an hour and a half ago, I guess. Hour twenty minutes ago. Uh, left at just after two and long enough to watch uh, a movie and uh, do some work and. Here I am in my home away from home, getting who's close on the, to the Sportsnet Studios. Who's with you tomorrow? Mr. Gazdick. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. He's great. He has, you know, I think one thing I've learned, Reed, and, and, and I've got the experience of a guy that I work with uh, even more often than Luke, and that's Louis. Uh, but Louis played, I think, 402 NHL games, which is a lot. Um, Luke, I think, I think Luke's at 187. Uh, but... Um, you know, we, we, it's a, uh, just a general term. A lot of times we think a tough guy just knows toughness and it's so far from the truth. And Louie proves it every game and Luke's had a chance to prove that. Like when we sit there and just talk during the, uh, the play, when the game is going on during the periods, it's great just listening to him and, and, and understanding the experiences that he's had and uh, an ex-oiler and a very popular one. Uh, he's been a fantastic fit. Like literally he just, he, he showed up on set and boom, you're on TV. Uh, I, I kind of think that uh, that's a tough scenario, but uh, he's been in some tough situations and battled his way out of it. And that's what he's doing on TV. And I think he's been great. Yeah, no, you make a good point. I mean, and the, yeah, I've had a chance to talk to Louie, sitting in the stands at practice and the way he breaks things down and some of yeah. the things he notices is, is pretty cool. Gene Principe checking in tonight on Inside Sports. Okay, you did some writing. Yeah. Gene's blog, Heart yes. to Heart Conversation. Yeah. And no, it is not a conversation about Richard Wagner. <laughs> wasn't wasn't yeah. he one of the stars? Yeah, 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 with Stephanie Powers. You, Stephanie you're Powers, right. I was trying to remember the, the female yeah. lead. Yeah, your older listeners will will remember Heart to Heart. It was a great show back in the, I would say, late 70s, early uh, 80s. And Robert Wagner always was, you know, kind of the the sign of, uh, 
you know, he had the great, great hair, just kind of slicked back and very carried himself classy and Stephanie Powers. They were like a detective uh, duo. Yeah. And I had a heart to heart to talk about the heart. Cause that seems to be um, excluding playoff races and positioning. And especially on a night where there's only one game and Winnipeg is kind of keeping themselves alive. Um, it's been a big conversation, especially when you're in a city uh, that we're in and we've we've had the most recent Hart Trophy winners. Um, yeah, it's a great topic to discuss and it's a it's a real deep field. It's like the Kentucky Derby here or the Belmont. Like there's a lot of horses in the race right now. Yeah, I, I like the way you wrote it, and uh, it's on the Oilers' website if people want to check it out. And it, it is a fun conversation to have, and obviously you have some uh, regional discussions uh, about it too. And the Oilers are unique because I think you could say they have two legitimate contenders for it. Yeah. Uh, like as, as you got writing this, did you have to kind of – Okay, I can't mention all twelve guys who might be in the conversation. Yeah, like I had to, I had to pare it down a little bit, um, but you know, I I honestly don't remember this deep of a field, and 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 I think as mentioned in the article, sometimes and, and Connor was when I say guilty of it, he he lived it too. Sometimes where he'd have a great year and the team didn't make the playoffs, and it was. It was like, you know, he gets written off right away because, well, they're not in the playoffs. And yeah, but who knows where that team would, would, would have been without Connor or other teams uh, without their Hart Trophy candidate. And, and it's interesting because it, it seems to me, Reed, the Ted Lindsay Award, which is, is kind of the player's equivalent because they, yeah. they vote on it. But the Hart Trophy, to me, and no disrespect to Mr. Lindsay, God bless him, what, what a pioneer and what a player for the game of hockey, but it, it appears a heart trophy carries more cachet. I, and I don't know if it's the name, if it's people not, I, I'm not sure because really it, it would, it would be like having the best media guy and the media guys voting on it or the, or the public, right? In theory, the media guys, voting on it would, would seem to give it more yeah. credibility. I mean, the heart's but, been around longer, right? So it kind of was yeah. established as, as the, yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's the award that, you know, I, if you, if you were rating them, it seems like, again, you know, I, you know, Ted Lindsay was unbelievable uh, player for a long time, tough guy and, and skilled scorer with the Red Wings and so on and so forth. But it, the Hart Trophy seems to just have this allure to it that the Ted Lindsay award doesn't have right now. Maybe it'll have it. Uh, but yeah, I just thought it was an interesting conversation. I do a lot of reading as do you read uh, and watching, uh, but I do a lot of reading of other teams, uh, upcoming opponents for the Oilers. And, um, you know, in between what I read and what I watch, I'm thinking, Oh my gosh, like usually it's been a two or three person race for the most part. Um, but now like, I don't know. Like, I don't know where where the voters uh, lie with what they think will be the determining factor in, in their voting that will give us the, the final three and eventually the winner. Yeah, it is good. Now, I guess there isn't anybody, correct me if I'm wrong here, I'm just double-checking this. Thing. I don't think there'd be anybody on a non-playoff team that oh, would be no, considered I, this, not, I, not this year. Like, there's not, not one of those guys year. where it's like, well, he's got 60 goals, but his team's in last place, so do we pick him? Like, everybody is a on a good team. 
this yeah, year. I, mean, I, I guess exactly. Nashville I mean, would be the closest team to being out, but they're going to make yeah, it. Yeah, that's, that's the quote-unquote worst team, you know. And Yossi, uh, you know, listen, if he he's at 87 points, uh, there's an outside shot uh, that he could get to 100. If he gets to 100, you're like, yikes, that's a lot of points for a defenseman. Um, Austin Matthews, you know, certainly if he gets to 65, but even reaching... 60 there's a that number kind of hits you and that's why i wrote in the article like and, and listen i'm biased uh, i'll admit it um i, I don't that's why i'm kind of glad i don't have a vote uh, I, I, listen it's hard not to watch connor and leon and gold how can these two guys not be that the hard trophy winners almost every year and they've got the numbers to back it up not it's not just uh hey i, I like them i like watching them um but I, I really think for Connor, uh, in my opinion, if he hits 50 goals, uh, that's because, that's you know, if he hits 50 goals, he's likely going to hit about 125 points, I'm thinking. He's kind of in that, what's he, at 108 right now, I think, if I remember my article correctly. Um, so. so, you know, going at hit, he should hit 120, um, probably a few more if he gets to 50 goals, because that's another eight so, uh, you know, if he gets 50 goals, 125 points, I'm thinking that's pretty hard to beat. And the team is having a great season. But, you know, Matthews the other night, I thought this guy's going to get like seven goals tonight the way it's going. He had two goals in the first, like, 10 minutes of play, right? He was at 59. Now, again, if he goes cold, and, and, he, and let's say he doesn't hit 60, which would be unlikely, but if he hits 60, 61, 62, I think Connor's 50 matches – if he gets into the 65 plus range, you know, so it's, it's so great to, and you know, Jonathan Hubero set a record for left wingers in assists. I mean, he's having a great season. He plays for Florida, which doesn't maybe get the respect that it's to. Uh, we got a guy not far from us that's having a heck of a year, uh, you know, and Johnny Gaudreau and, 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 and I don't even mention the goalie whose name I have trouble pronouncing. I get the Eagle part. Yeah. <laughs> Easy for you to say. I mean, you look at his numbers and like wow, uh, so it, it's fantastic, and I and I think the vote splitting is going to be interesting because uh, usually you'd have all these voters uh, picking three guys. Like I think picking the three finalists probably wasn't that difficult uh, when you looked at the tallying of votes and you know for first, second, third, fourth, fifth. But this year, I have no idea where they're going with it and if a guy who watches uh, Roman Yossi a lot how can he not maybe pull for Yossi a bit more thinking wow he's going to end up with let's say 96 points I'm going to pick a number uh, but you know if he hits 100 and, and Matthews hits 65 goals and Connor hits 50 plus and 125 points or for that matter Leon gets into the 55 to 58 goal range I mean the numbers are, are crazy, like it's, but crazy good because it's so exciting to see so many people have a shot at the Hart Trophy. Gene, well said. It's a fun race to watch. Thanks for being so generous with your time after traveling. I just was checking your Instagram. Those liver and onions are probably being delivered right now, so I'll let you go eat them. <laughs> yeah, thanks, and thanks for having a heart-to-heart with me tonight. There we go. That is the wonderful Gene Principe checking in from Toronto tonight where he'll be hosting the uh, next two Oilers broadcast. Yeah, he just posted a uh, menu here, I guess probably from his hotel, and the liver and onions 
one of the options. I'm not sure if it's going to be Gene's first option, but it is indeed one of the options. By the way, if Matthews gets to 60, which he will, it would be the 40th 60-goal season in the NHL, so it does not happen often. Uh, you had Stamkos getting 60 in 2011-2012. Uh, Ovechkin got to 65 in 07 08. I'm just listing off a couple of the more recent ones. Well, those are the only two since the turn of the century, as I like to call it. I sound like a prospector or something. I, I've been looking for gold since the turn of the century. Uh, 780-496-0063 is how you check in. Kelly Rudy is still coming up. It's Inside Sports on Chet. <laughs> Having Gene Prince Bay on the show, a lot of good Oilers chat, Hart Trophy chat, and some reflection on his days back in Lethbridge, covering the Hurricanes from 1989 to 1992. Canadians and Jets, that's the only game in the NHL tonight. It is 3-2 for Winnipeg with three minutes and 40 seconds left. Very significant news today. I know I've repeated it a few times, but I want to make sure you hear it in case you missed it earlier. Drew Doughty will not return for the Los Angeles Kings this season. They say he had successful wrist surgery earlier today. So that would be significant as, uh, well, regardless of who the Kings play in the playoffs. But right now it uh, is most likely going to be the Edmonton Oilers. And the NHL has just announced if Jenny Malkin has been suspended four games for cross-checking Preds defenseman Mark Borvietsky during uh, yesterday's game that occurred right at the end of the second period. He got a double minor on the play. So a four game suspension for Pittsburgh's Evgeny Malkin. Okay. We got to do the news and weather here. Here's the weather. It's windy, baby. Well, there's probably more to it than that. <laughs> Kelly Rudy's still coming up inside sports on Chet. 630 Chad inside sports with Reed Wilkins weekdays at six on 630 Chad.